0: Hi, and welcome to Resurgent You. Today's Today podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Richel. If you're looking to grow as a leader or advance your credibility or simply gain new insights into leadership and personal growth, I'm here to help you. Together, we will work to unstick your stuck so you can become a leader others want to follow. In each episode, I will discuss topics that will help you identify your unique strengths, define your goals, clarify your values and purpose, and develop essential leadership qualities to open doors you never thought could open. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about compassion and why it is so vital to gaining the trust of others. Okay, here we go. Compassion. It's the third link in the C5 leadership chain. How to become more empathetic, or even are you empathetic? So our power thought today with regards to compassion is, good leadership understands compassion opens the hearts of their followers. Great leaders are not afraid to reveal their heart. So what is your compassion level? What kind of feelings do you have? What kind of support can you provide others? Are you compassionate? Do you understand what compassion is? Are you compassionate of yourself? Or are you compassionate of others? You know, some people think compassion is a form of weakness. And I, I say it's really not a form of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. When you're compassionate, when you support somebody else through whatever it is they're going through, it helps build trust. And if you're a leader You need to build trust. Again, I've said this before. People will follow you if they know you, they like you, and they trust you. And compassion is all about trust. Do you have compassion for yourself? Can you give yourself permission to make a mistake? And then do you correct that mistake and move forward? Or do you sit there and just dwell on it? Do you just kick yourself? Because when you do that, you bring yourself down, and it's very difficult to move forward because you're stuck in a state of despair. You're just stuck in that funk of not moving forward. So do you have compassion for yourself? Are you able to elevate yourself behind your own limiting beliefs when you strike yourself down? And then compassion for others. Do you have the self-awareness to recognize everyone has problems, and I mean everybody. We all have anxieties. We have anxieties whether it has to do with home, with our family, with our finances. Look, we never know what others are going through. And just because you may be going through something doesn't mean others are going through the same thing. And just because others are going through something doesn't mean you're going through the same thing. So, as a leader, you need to be compassionate and you need to understand and be self aware and be cognizant of what's going on, how people look, how they respond, how they talk to one another. Those are all important keys that you cannot set aside if you are in a leadership position. So, compassion. Let's talk about compassion as being a framework for letting others know you care. It's telling others you value them as another human being, right? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So Dr. John C. Maxwell says. I'll say that again. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. In my last episode, I talked about being competent. And again, this this quote kind of kind of resonates with competence too, right? Because I told you, you need to be competent in what you're doing, but you also need to be able to develop your competence in a manner that is consistent with growing others and moving a process forward. So again, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care and how much you're willing to share with them. So as a framework for letting others know that you care, compassion communicates to others. Do you know, do you value them as another human being? Are you empathetic when they need you to be empathetic? Are you capable of connection? Are you capable of showing others that you care? Are you capable of sincere, and I mean sincere and genuine feelings? Not the fake, hey, how you doing today? Oh, good. I'm glad everything's fine. Not that kind. I'm talking about, hey, you look like something's on your mind. If you need to talk, I'm here for you. That kind of sincerity. Are you a good listener with more than your eyes? Sometimes being a good listener, or I'm sorry, are are you... A good listener with more than your ears. Sorry, not your eyes. That doesn't make sense. Actually, I'm going to leave that in this podcast because I think that's kind of funny. You know, sometimes being a good listener is just being there for somebody. You don't even have to say anything. You just have to be there, standing by their side, being that support system for them. So think about it. There are so many people in the world that would just jump at the chance to help another person, share their wealth of knowledge. And that's what I'm trying to do with you today. Look, I might get some naysayers. I might get people that listen to my podcast and think this isn't for them. That's okay because I know that there are going to be a lot of people that listen to this podcast and they're going to say, thank you for sharing your knowledge because that helped me get a job. That helped me think differently. That helped me advance my career, my personal life. So those are the people I'm down for. But there are going to be people that you need to share your knowledge with, share your stories with so they can learn from you so they know they're not there by themselves and then share their successes. But then there are going to be those people that don't. And guess what? You know, maybe those people don't fit your life at that time. Maybe they don't fit within your values. They just don't get compassion. They just don't care to be compassionate. And they just flat out don't care. And it's really, it's unfortunate for these people because they don't understand the power compassion has and all it has to offer. How taking a genuine concern in another person's development and another person's well-being is really about showcasing their own leadership strengths. It's about influencing others because you care about their future happiness just as much as you care about your own. You know, far too often we're exposed to the negativity of others, negativity of everything that's going on in this world. You know, this person who perhaps was untre- this is my favorite, somebody who was treated unfairly, and so because it happened to them, they perpetuate the same behavior rather than grow from it. They become a bully, if you will. They fail to understand that that poor behavior that was inflicted upon them was a character flaw in someone else. So they just keep passing it along with every encounter in hopes to get retribution for their own suffered injustice. They fail to understand they have the ability to right a wrong and to shed that negative baggage that holds them back, thus freeing themselves from that burden of carrying those chains that bound them from that poor experience that they suffered. You know, a lot of times uh, somebody will betray us and we'll just hold on to that. And it will just be this heavy burden that sits on our shoulders. Well, what are you gonna do to cast that aside? Because sometimes it's not your problem. You know, sometimes somebody else just does not have the compassion to share with you, share in your successes and be there in your failures. You know, compassion is about harnessing everything that is good within yourself so you can lift the spirit of others. It's about being present in the moment. You know, far too often in life, something will get us down for which we have no energy, we have no vision, and no plan of action to lift us back up to what was once our happy and fulfilled life. And I've had this happen. Look, again, I come from a background of law enforcement. I worked patrol for a long time, and I saw a lot of bad things. I saw people get killed. I saw people that committed suicide, that committed homicide, I saw things that you watch on TV, on CSI, where you think something gets a crime gets solved in 24 hours. I saw that. I was there. I smelled the gun residue that was still left over after a shooting. I smelled the blood that came out of somebody else. I was there when I was at a traffic collision investigating it and had a mom come up on scene and start screaming and wanting to get to the car, and I had to hold her back because it was a crime scene. Talk about compassion. Where does that come from? I've had over 30 years of trying to learn where compassion comes from and being compassionate. You know, compassion comes, I think compassion is kind of bifurcated. It comes two different ways. First, compassion provides you with an internal knowledge and strength that helps you persevere beyond your own life obstacles so you have the wisdom and the courage to support others in their time of need. And second, you have to understand why compassion exists. In the most raw and basic form, compassion is a vehicle that is used to show others you care about what they're going through, what they're experiencing, and you're there for them to be a shoulder to cry on, lend a non-judgmental ear, or just be a heart for someone to love. Just be there and be open. And I think compassion is learned along the way. You know, unfortunately for me, and, and fortunately for me, and I write this in my upcoming book, Ascending the Ranks, Growing into a Reverent Leader, my mom died on Christmas 30 years ago this year. And so early in my, my life, I was only 23 at the time. You know, I learned what that was like to lose somebody. So I guess it's fortunate for me and not fortunate for me because I developed my compassion and my ability to be compassionate early on in my life. So that's why I say compassion is learned. It's developed over a lifetime. You know, it's replicated by watching others overcome critical and sometimes devastating situations in their own life so they can empathize with the critical and devastating situations of another. If you watch somebody who really understands compassion you will see they take the time to inquire about a situation, truly listen with their eyes, their ears, their heart, their ultimate response if the situation even calls for one. They give their full attention to somebody who needs a compassionate heart. They embrace a holistic approach. I kind of likened it to competence. Again, we just talked about competence in the last, last episode. With competence, you have to master what matters to you So you can help others master what matters to them. Compassionate people have mastered life's key to connection. And connection is about compassion. Are you able to forgive? As a leader, can you be calm without overreacting when something goes bad? Or maybe there's a deadline or a timeline that's not met. And can you ask yourself, how can I support others? What does that look like and feel like for me by my words and by my actions? So what makes you a a compassionate leader? I say it's not being afraid to share who you are with others. It doesn't have to be a lot. It has to be just enough to show you're human and you care about what somebody else is going through. So like I always say, leadership will always be about people, no matter how advanced we get in technology, in social media, in the world today. Leadership will always be about people. So I'm going to end today with a compassionate hack and this one's a quote from the Dalai Lama. And he says, if you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. And then I say, if you want to achieve success and be a leader worth following, then go unstick your stuff. Today's the day you awaken your resurgent you. And as always, go get yours.